Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. Welcome into the flagship, a part of the Talk of Champions network of podcasts. I'm Ben Garrett. I cover Ole Miss, your Ole Miss Rebels for the Ole Miss Spirit and affiliate of On3. Check out my website, omspirit.com, and please subscribe to Talk of Champions by searching for us in your podcast app store, whether that's Apple Music, Spotify, whatever it is. Once again, for better or worse, I am writing solo today, but that's because this is a special Ben's Ole Miss Basketball Bonanza edition of the flagship because the Rebels under first year head coach Chris Beard opened practices on Monday of this week and the most important of the need to know takeaways from Beard's 20 minute back and forth with local Ole Miss media is the Rebels are still waiting on word from the NCAA on the waivers of transfers Musa Cisse and Brandon Murray. The update unfortunately is there is no update because of course there isn't. It's the NCAA. And as Beard explained, the Rebels are operating and now practicing with the understanding their roster could take any number of forms once the preseason is over. Yeah, just complete transparency and uh, truth-teller culture is one of our foundations. Um, sounds simple, but we we know other way to communicate with our players and the communication in our organization is basically just related on truth. Sometimes there's tough conversations to be had. Um, so this one just being really transparent with our players. Um, there's different ways that our roster could go this season. Um, we don't spend a lot of time talking about it or thinking about it each day. We just try to get our team better, but we also don't hide from it. Uh, we understand um, that our roster um, can go one or two different ways this year. So we're just waiting on these waivers. I'm not going to play all of Beard's audio, though I would encourage each of you, when you can, to head over to the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, an affiliate of On3, sometime, anytime, and check out the presser in full. Uh, we've got multiple content items to choose from, depending on your preference, from written to video content, even podcast content. But even accounting for the uncertainty surrounding Musa Cisse and Brandon Murray, the Ole Miss Rebels, the Ole Miss Basketball Rebels, and this Ben's Ole Miss Basketball Bonanza edition of the flagship have a roster fit to compete 
in year one of Beard's tenure, due to the sheer number of experienced and accomplished Power 5 transfers, Beard and staff added through the portal in the offseason. Ole Miss signed one of the nation's top transfer classes. Among the headliners was Auburn wing Al Flanagan. He's the son of Wes, an assistant coach for Beard at Ole Miss, and he too came over from Auburn. And I sat down with Flanagan as well as star senior guard Matthew Morrell two weeks ago. Uh, Matt is the rare kind of multi-year one school veteran in the now transfer-dominated culture of college athletics. Sure, he's tested the NBA draft waters in each of the last two offseasons, and sources indicate myriad competing schools the last four portal cycles made lucrative overtures and attempts to pull him away from Ole Miss. And yet, here Matt is, still an Ole Miss rebel, and finally surrounded by a supporting cast suitable to his next-level talent. And even better, Matthew Morrell's already familiar with most all of his new teammates. Ole Miss is returning just four players off a roster that bottomed out with one of the worst seasons in program history a year ago. I don't have to remind you, but I will. Ole Miss finished 12-21 overall, including a ghastly 3-15 in SEC games. As a result, Ole Miss Athletics Director Keith Carter fired Kermit Davis after five seasons and replaced him with Beard. Yeah, I think our chemistry is a work in progress, uh, but it is going in the right direction. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. We spent a lot, lot of time together off the court uh, in these last five weeks um, of our preseason. Uh, week zero was the first week of school, getting the guys acclimated to their academic schedules, to their housing situations. Obviously, Oxford and the campus, it's different in the fall than it is in the summer. Just more people, more traffic, more energy. So that week zero is really all about getting organized. Um, and the guys embrace that, especially academically. We got off to a great start. Then we had four weeks of preseason work. Uh, we just call it week one, two, three, four. And, um, you know, we did well. So here we are this week. Preseason's over. We're starting practice. But um, I think the guys have done a good job uh, bonding together off the court. We have a long ways to go. Um, you never really know how close a group you have until adversity hits. And uh, just like most teams around the country, we haven't had any on-court adversity yet, so that's always interesting. But um, I think our veteran players have done a really good job in leadership roles. And then I think everybody in our program has done a good job in following roles. You know, like, there's no leaders unless there's followers. And certainly in my lifetime, if you talk about a Tom Brady or a, a Tim Tebow in college or in basketball or Magic Johnson or, or whatever, you think about the great leaders, um, you know, there has to be followers. None of those guys are the leaders they, they are unless there's followers. So we spend a lot of time with our players understanding that we have to kind of pick and choose our times. There's times for even our best, strongest voice leaders to kind of defer um, and follow a little bit. So with this group and this team, I have been impressed. There's not a lot of ego. There's some humility here, uh, which is always a core value of winning. Um, so I, I like where our guys are. we got a long ways to go, um, but I do like where we are sitting here on the first day of practice. Matt Morrell made a good point during a sit-down with the Spirit, which, if you ask me, really backs up everything you just heard from Chris Beard regarding team chemistry for Ole Miss basketball in 2003-24. Morrell's been playing competitively, either in AAU or in SEC games, in the case of Flanagan, Al Flanagan, formerly of Auburn, like I said, against most of his now Ole Miss teammates, and that dates back to high school. Musa Cisse, the transfer from Memphis and Oklahoma State, he came up with Matt Morrell in 2020 as decorated recruits for Memphis. So what have we learned? That, put simply, the Rebels' chemistry is perfectly fine. And if you don't believe me, 
Listen for yourself. Here's Matt Morrell and Al Flanagan. So I'm sitting here with Matthew Morrell. This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett. Um, how you doing, man? How you feeling? You, you look like you've gotten bigger. Yeah, man. Just been in the gym, been working, trying to stay consistent, getting ready for the upcoming season. Yeah. So what's the work been like so far? We got Al sitting over here beside us. You know, he's being quiet for now. But like, <laughs> you know, what's it been like with all these new guys, man? Uh, no, nah, it's been great. Half the guys I've already known just throughout the years playing with him. Of course, you know, I've been playing against Al for the past few years when he was at Auburn. Um, Brandon Murray played against him. He was at LSU. Played against him in high school. Musa played against Musa in high school. Austin, same thing. <laughs> so it's just no. I, mean, I grew up with a lot of these guys, so it's good to finally have a chance to play with them. It's wild though, like the culture of that though, right? Because yeah. I mean, you've been knowing these guys for what? You all go your separate ways, and you end up together. So like, what's that dynamic like? You know, from a locker room perspective, has it been pretty easy then? You know, uh, transition. It just feels like you've been here it's, the whole time. It's always an easy transition, you know, when you already know guys for a long time. And then you just finally get that chance to play with each other. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. man, we've been waiting on. <laughs> yeah. What, what's it like? You know, what, what have what's Al brought to the team? What's Moose brought to the, all these guys? These are decorated transfers, man. I mean, what have they kind of brought in your in your mind? Because you've been a part of this program. I mean, you're the vet now, right? You're the yeah. old head now, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, all of them, all of them are dynamic players. You know, Al, you can stick Al in any team, he'll be an impact. You know, inside out, mostly one of the best shot blockers in, in the whole NCAA. So. You know, Brandon, dynamic score, Austin, real crafty with the ball, even Sharp, <laughs> yeah. one of the best shot blockers. So, you know, we, they all bring something to the team that we all can build off of. You, you can't teach 7-6, man. <laughs> nah, you can't. You know what I mean? Like 7-6 is 7-6. For you, what, what are you trying to, like, particularly work on? You know, I mean, this is the last year for you, man. This is crazy. I, I remember man. covering your freaking <laughs> commitment ceremony, bro, and now here you are, you know? Yeah, um, man, I just been working on, you know, being more of a leader. You know, my biggest thing was being more consistent day in, day out, and inserting my will on the game. Yeah. You know, I'm helping my teammates get better, helping myself get better. Yeah, for you, what was the summer like? Because, I mean, like, you had a lot of deliberations, man. You could have gone pro. I mean, Al could have gone pro. A lot of y'all guys, I mean, y'all all considered different things. For you, what was the deliberative process like? You, um, know? you know, you know, I was here for the summer. I was here working out with the guys. But, you know, just the whole process, you know, Coach Beardy told me, like, no matter what happened, he was going to be with me throughout the whole process. Even Al hit me up a few times, you know, and just based on the feedback that I got, I decided it was best if I came back for another year. What did the feedback say? Now that you got the official answer out the way, <laughs> what, what, what was the feedback? What did they say? I was just being more consistent, you know. Yeah. I'm going to be more consistent, be more aggressive day in, day out, you know. Just show the complete player that I am. Because you've been right there on the NBA radar, man, for like three straight years yeah. now, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, was Chris Beard getting hired? Was that a big deal for you? I mean, just getting that, you know, a year of him and all these dudes that come in with him, you know? Uh, I mean? Yes, you know, he has a good resume. You know, Coach Beard is known for winning. And that's one thing that I'm trying to do here is win. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, I put my trust in him. He gave me, he gave me his trust, and, you know, we're here. <laughs> yeah, that, that's an interesting part of it, too, because, I mean, like I said, you're, it's rare in this culture now, man. You've been here. Four years, bro. Yeah. Like you've been, like you came and you stayed. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, what would it mean to you to get this program, you know, back to the NCAA tournament? Man. Yeah. Like, yeah. what would that feel like? Because you've been on every level of it. You yeah, know what I mean? I done been through it all. I've been through the NIT, uh, not making any tournaments. You know, don't think I'm missing right now. It's an NCAA tournament appearance. Yeah, what so, what would know, it feel like for you, man? I mean, the world. But you know, we're not trying to just make it to the tournament. We're trying to win. We're trying to make a deep run into the tournament. Yeah. For y'all, what do you like about this team right now? I mean, do you feel like it's come together pretty quickly? Do you think y'all are deep? I mean, what's just your overall, as, as far as being a contender and making that run? Uh, I think we got, a, we got a real good chance. You know, we got different guys specializing in different things. We got guys that can do it all, you know. You know, even if guys go down, we have guys who are able to step up and make an immediate impact. So, you know, we have, I think, we, I think our biggest thing is depth. 
So, you know, I think it's going to be a great year. Yeah, for you, man, because, like, I remember I was interviewing Beard here not too long ago, and he said, like, you could play the one, the two, the three. I mean, there's a lot you could be doing. Have you seen that? You know, like yeah. he's been asking you, he's asking you to play a number of roles. What all roles is he? Kind of put um, on you. <laughs> a little bit of everything. The only thing I don't play is center. <laughs> but that's another thing why I try to, you know, put on more muscle, you know, just so I can be able to fit in different positions. Now I'm with Alan Flanagan, transfer Ole Miss. Do I call you wing, do everything? What, what, what do we call you? You know what I mean? Do they even have a position for you? Uh, you play so everywhere. Barely been said I'm a positionless player yeah. since I got here. So just sticking to it, just being a positionless player. Yeah, Chris Beard, that's like what he wants out of his players too. Like he wants positionless basketball. So when you're looking around, you're saying, all right, I got one year left. If I don't go pro, I'm, you know, I'm going to Ole Miss. Was that part of it too? Just, you know, you could play any number of roles for this team for an yeah, NCAA tournament. Being able to, you know, be able to go to a, a school and be able to just a guy you can plug in that just really doesn't have a position, can guard, um, you know, multiple positions, play multiple positions. All right, so how did you get here, man? Because this is wild, bro. Because you were playing in Auburn in, yeah. in the friggin' spring, and then y'all go through the run, y'all are done, uh, you consider all the draft stuff, and then you come here. Like, what was that part in that process like for you? Um, That part process was just, um, you know, I was working out um, for the draft and stuff, um, and then you know, my, my dad made a move, and uh, he called me. He was like, uh, I'm going to go with Beard. And I was like, you know, oh. Beard? Like, yeah. Like, because I've known Beard, Beard for a while. Mm -hmm. Him and my dad coached together at uh, Little Rock. So Beard came in. You know, he turned that thing around quick um, at Euler. So just, you know, going through the process and talking to Beard and, you know, listening to what he had to say and, you know, his plan here, um, it, it, it brought me in. So. I was, I was in How close were you, though, to going pro? Because it had to be tempting. You know um, what I mean? Once you get into that process and you're getting the feedback, I mean, you feel like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's got to be tough. Um, just, just a matter of just making a decision whether I want to stay in or, you know, come back to school. What was the feedback? What did they say? Uh, just good. Just, just wanted to see me be more consistent. Yeah. So – when they're talking about, like, it's different for Matt and you as far as when they say we want to see you be more consistent. More Everybody consistent. gets that. What do they want you to do? Um, what does that mean? So I could have, you know, games where I dominate the glass, you know, dominate just most aspects of the games that you, you can control, just rebounding, um, playing defense, defending, just knocking out open shots. So just being more consistent that way, just being able to defend multiple positions, um, not get beat, and then, uh, you know, really just knock down an open shot when I get the chance. So it's interesting you say your dad calls and says, I'm going with Beard. Uh, if he'd have stayed at Auburn, do you think he'd have stayed at Auburn? Uh, that's hard, right? Yeah, that, that's a hard <laughs> question. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it's fine. Uh, what was it like then to get recruited by your dad <laughs> to come to another SEC West school? That's really uh, fun. That's he, neat, dude. He really kind of stayed out of it. Oh, did Honestly, he? yeah, he stayed out of it. He just uh, he didn't just call you and be like, "Hey, yo, you know, nah, we, we he, need a wing." Yeah, he, he stayed out of it. He told me where he was gonna go, and then he, he left it up to me to make my own decision. How was it hard for you? I mean, to make that come to that decision that you're coming here, or like, no, when did you when did you have that moment of clarity? Like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go. After, after the first phone call, talking to Beard. Really? Yeah, I was I was sold. I was like, yeah. What did he say to you? Well, because um, I've heard he's just he, talk, he talked about it. The, his plan, uh, what he sees in the future here. Uh, he talked about, you know, getting here year one and you know changing the culture here. You know, building his own culture, um, and winning games. Um, taking a school that's at the bottom of the SEC. As far as basketball and you know bringing it back to the top, can can you see a difference? I yeah. mean, already because look, let's be honest here. I've been around Ole Miss basketball my entire life. It's not like Ole Miss basketball has yeah. been amongst the SEC elite. You know what I mean? Like Auburn was like that 
until Bruce came and then he made yeah, Auburn Bruce, good again. You know what I mean? Bruce. Have you seen a next level difference with yeah, him? Yeah, I've already seen the difference. Um, in the, you know, the two months that I've been here, two, three months I've been here. Um, just the way, you know, practices run, um, our daily schedules, like we got KD schedules. We in the gym from, you know, 6.30, 7.30 in the morning, about five in the afternoon. Like we constantly coming to the gym, constantly got, you know, stretching, yoga, you got stuff to, you know, better yourself every day. So oh, you get uh, yoga. Yeah, man. We yoga? Yeah, we do. So we haven't we haven't like did downward it. dog. You know? Yeah, we haven't did that uh, in, a, in a minute. But we got th a thing called Friday Man's Morning. Okay, uh, and we did hot yoga. And, uh, you know, Dude, so that's like a thing now. Like yeah. everybody's digging, especially around yeah. Oxford, man. That's like a thing. I'm looking at everybody else in here. I've had people go, "Hey, man, you want to meet up for hot yoga on Friday morning?" Like, yeah. what? So all y'all big six eight to six hot yoga, and then we rode the uh, the assault bikes in the, in the sauna. <laughs> Good grief. So y'all are always doing something. He's got yeah, it. So I mean, he's got it down to the minute, huh? Yep. Yeah. yeah. He makes it fun, too. What Do you like your new teammates? I mean, like Matt said, I mean, you've got a yeah, lot of guys you've already like known. What's that like? That's that's bizarre. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, like, y'all went just It's kind of weird because it's like uh, when we were in high school and stuff, like, we all, you know, made our decisions. Everybody went their separate way. But, like, kind of, you know, you had guys that you were closer with. Uh, you always, you know, staying in touch. Whether it's social media between, you know, just sharing a post. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Reposting each other's stuff. So you got a lot of guys that's like that that you've been knowing, um, and then just to, for you guys to kind of everybody be on like that that back end of their, mm -hmm. their college years, and just all meet back up at one place. Uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like a enjoyment. Yeah. Which, well, it's interesting because like for y'all, it's you know usually when you get a new it, old days you used to get an influx of talent. It was a bunch of new high school freshmen, like you know, yeah. uh, really talented but wide eyed. Don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Y'all, I mean, this is like a bunch of adults that showed up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. are all basically some vets that's coming in. Um, all experienced guys, guys who've played it, played in you know D one games, big D one games, and um, you know all back back in college at one spot as a, a big veteran group in mm -hmm. college basketball. Well, it's interesting too because like the culture is like that, you know, like. And I would assume that having all that experience for y'all, when y'all yeah. just got in the room, go, oh, hey, Matt, good to see you again. Yeah. Now let's play basketball together. It's just a different <laughs> yeah. thing. You know what I mean? It ain't yeah. Like, did you notice that, too? Because I would assume when you take advantage of the transfer portal, you don't really know what you're getting into quite until yeah. you get into it. Um, but now that you made the decision, you're like, yeah, this was right. This yeah. was. Does it feel that way to you? Does it feel like the right decision for yeah, you? Yeah, it feels like the right decision. You know, Beer, Beer says he says it like he likes he likes veteran guys, he like guys who you know know what they're doing a little bit. Um, and then you, you got the freshmen there that uh, we we teach and you know help along that that's going to play minutes, playing games, uh, and we help them get along and, and get the process as fast as possible. Do you think when you look out there in your practice, do you see an NCAA tournament team? Yeah, I see. You don't I have to make any team. guarantees or not. I'm just saying, like, yeah, it, I see a yeah. team. I see a team that can definitely compete, compete in the NCAA tournament, compete for championships. What's the goals? Like, what when Coach Pierce said, "All right, I'm sure he obviously win a national championship," yeah. but it's like, do y'all have checklist goals? Like, like, let's do this first, let's do this second. No, we don't really have any uh, checklist goals. I feel like uh, it's gonna be like a, a game by game situation. Like, we gonna we're not gonna think ahead. We're not gonna think about you know months down the road. We're gonna think about the you know the next step, next step in our journey. The next step in our journeys, you know, for us would be getting up tomorrow, you know, knocking out workouts. You know, what I'm saying everybody going there, giving it they all, getting through Friday, and you know coming back again Monday. So it'll be game by game. Um, how can Matt be better? Do you think? I mean, you've played against him, you've seen him, and he's been on in that NBA conversation just like you for yeah. years now. So like, how can he take his game to another level? Just being being consistent, like Matt. Matt's one of the best shooters in college basketball. Um, he can let that thing fly. He has deep range. Um, just, you know, being consistent and staying aggressive. Um, you know, 
he's probably shot like probably 36 or 37, probably 35 from three. And mm -hmm. his college career probably, if he just took it up to like a 38, 37, 38, 37, 39, in those range and, and what's consistent on the consistency, like that's, that's one of those guys. For you, what do you want to do particularly like to take your game to the next, or, or to match what the NBA scouts said they want to see from you? What are you trying to do? Like just, just be more, I mean, I don't be, know. What do be you, a what do you, guy who can, you know, go in the game and just shut the other team's best player down night in and night out. I would assume like clamping a dude. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's that, that's when you own clamping a guy, right? Yeah, you own him when Anybody can dunk. Clamp him and you know he. <laughs> no, nah, everybody can't dunk. Everybody don't jump. Jump the Oh, my ass can't jump. <laughs> I haven't been able to dunk. Like if I could dunk, I'd dunk all the time. It's Al Flanagan. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, sure. bro. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, t-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. Ole Miss football is happening. The Chris Beard era right around the corner. A retooled Ole Miss baseball not long removed from his 2022 national championship, the first ever for the program, is ready for a rebound in 2024. Have you gotten your tickets? There are plenty available for all sports. Single game tickets for football available now. As are season tickets for basketball. And baseball season tickets go on sale starting in October. And you can also get tickets right now for the throwback game in the tad pad. They're still available, including VIP packages. But they're going fast, and you don't want to miss out. Don't miss any of your Rebels in action this season. Visit www.oldmistix.com. That's www.oldmistix.com. Or you can give them a call at 662-915-7159. That's 662-915-7159 for the Ole Miss Athletic Foundation, a proud sponsor of the flagship and the Talk of Champions podcast network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ole Miss basketball opens its season November 6th against Alabama State, and I've already been over to the Pavilion and the Tui Center and the Tad Pad. The Rebels are playing a throwback game in the Tad Pad there this season um, to observe Beard in this new look and completely overhauled but exciting crop of Rebel basketballers. And folks, Chris Beard is next level. I cannot adequately express how next level this guy is. And yes, I know he's taken three separate programs to the NCAA tournament since 2016. Those teams being, of course, Arkansas Little Rock, Texas Tech, and Texas. Went to the Elite Eight and also a national championship game with Texas Tech. The best resume of any coach Ole Miss has hired in any major sport or any sport ever on campus. And you can tell. You can tell the difference. But you have to really see it for yourself, and that starts with Square Jam October 6th, or you can hear from his longtime strength and conditioning coach, John Riley, in his first Ole Miss interview. John took some time with me last week, last Friday actually, to really get into what makes Chris Beard tick. 
Ole Miss makes Riley's third school an eighth combined season on a Chris Beard staff. Few, if anyone, knows this guy better. So I hope you enjoy it because John's going to take us home in this Ben's Ole Miss Basketball Bonanza edition of the flagship, powered by College Corner, B&A Bank, Allen Samuels, Chrysler Dodge, Jeep, Ram of Oxford, and the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Don't forget, get your Ole Miss basketball season tickets if you haven't already, which are on sale right now. Check us out at the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, and affiliate of on three. And subscribe to Talk of Champions wherever you get your podcasts. Just simply search Talk of Champions. Make sure to leave a five-star review, too. Y'all know the drill at this point. It doesn't matter what you say, as long as it's five stars. Until next time, this is The Flagship, and this is John Riley. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. What's it been like, you know, your first year here, getting in, getting settled in, and, you know, it's your introduction to the players. What's it been like getting them prepared, you know, for the season and just over the last couple of months settling in with their, your program particularly? Um, you know, it has it been a transition, you know, absolutely. Um, but it's it's really exciting. Um, you know, this is my third uh, third spot with Beard. Uh, been at uh, Texas Tech together, University of Texas, and, and now here at Ole Miss. Um, I've been together the longest with him on our staff, so uh, this will be our eighth season together. And uh, it's it's really the excitement of like, hey, let's let's do this again, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, something that we've we've seen countless times, and uh, we're just. We're excited for this challenge. Um, you know, the moving always is a is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, packing up and you know the, the transition with your uh, with my wife and my kids, but uh, but we're transitioning well. Uh, kids are enjoying school. Um, and, like in Oxford. Yes, yes, eleven Oxford. Uh, you know, this is our first time really experiencing a small town feel. Really. And uh, I was a little little concerned at first, uh, but you know, I was like, man, this is. This is right for us, especially at this time in our lives. So uh, great people, um, just a great small town feel. And it's a uh, beautiful, beautiful town, man. Yeah. All the Cape Myrtles and, and uh, you know, Magnolia trees. Uh, but it is different. I mean, like you've been you've been there and beer too. Like you, y'all went to the Elite Eight. Y'all went to a national, national championship game. Y'all played at like the biggest level. To come here now and to uh, take a program that's been through some shit, you know, this, the last couple of years especially, like, what is that challenge, right? You know, because I know it's different with the transfer portal now. Mm-hmm. But for guys like Matt, for guys like Jamie, I mean, last year was tough. You know what I mean? The last couple of years has been tough changing that culturally, right? And it starts in the weight room. How do you kind of change that mindset, that winning mindset? And, and what is that for Coach Beard, if, if you will, like the philosophically? Yeah, know? well, I, I would say this. Every every year, there's probably two, two questions, uh, especially when you start up a program. Two things you, you have to think about is, you know, are we talented enough? Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe we are. Um, and are we tough enough? And so for me, that's, you know, in the weight room, that's my number one thing. Yeah. Is it about the weights? No, it never has been about the weights. Are we lifting weights? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's about the mindset. Uh, it's the four to one mindset that we have. Uh, that's one of our models. The mental is to the physical as far as the one. So uh, it's putting them through, through obstacles and challenges that are going to, 
condition their mind and, uh, and callous that mind. That's really what, what I look for. Um, you know, and a lot of times, you know, guys will get exposed and I'll know very quickly. It's a lot of times through conditioning. It's discipline. Mm -hmm. Discipline is toughness. And um, if I get you tired, um, you know, will you start to forget? Will you start to complain? So putting them in positions uh, to, to expose those things and calling guys out and uh, and finding out early, man. It's uh, you know sometimes people will challenge guys way too late, and it's and you're done, you mm -hmm. know. So uh, calling guys out early, letting them know our standard, and not backing down, you know. It and that goes not only for uh, for players, that goes for coaches out there, man. Like you know, I've seen undisciplined coaches, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and they talk about this crap, but they, they don't. Live they it. don't live it. They don't live it every single day. Mm -hmm. They don't really believe what they say. And so uh, I truly believe this is like this is how we live and th this is our life. Have they taken to it? I mean, this group in particular, as far as like that toughness, that everyday standard that you are, are trying to set? I'll put it like this. You know, we every person that is here, a player is a better version of themselves. Mm. Um, are we there yet? I don't, I don't want to say we, we are. No, we, we still got work to do. I know how it looks. I know how it smells. I know the foods that they're eating. I know how it tastes, like, mm -hmm. you know, how it's supposed to look. We are getting there. Um, are we there yet? No, you know, but, um, but shoot, when our, our, our uh, final four team that, that we had at Texas Tech, uh, we, we didn't know they were going to be a final four team yet at that moment. They weren't ready. They mm -hmm. weren't ready for it. So as long as we continue to progress, we continue to communicate, continue to have that true telling atmosphere. And the number one thing I keep telling you is that discipline, mm -hmm. you know, discipline, uh, consistency. That's really what toughness is, man. Yeah. And for you, it's a balancing act because not only you're like having to cultivate that overall philosophical standpoint of beer, that toughness, that discipline, but you have to individualize workouts. You know what I mean? Like for Matt, where Matt gets better, where Jamie gets better. What did you learn about some of those guys like Alan Flanagan, getting your hands on them and going, all right, he needs to improve burst. Anything like that. That's stuck out yes, to you early. absolutely. Uh, and all that starts with one, one evaluation and it's not, you know, the beginning of the year, let's do these assessments mm -hmm. and then uh, never evaluate uh, them again. I've seen it too many times. Let's do the test. Let's start right all the stuff down. And then they, they forget <laughs> about it. I mean, it happens yeah. all the time. Like uh, if you're, if you're a real evaluator, uh, you're, you're doing assessments every single day by, by the way, got you know, looking at their gait when they walk, look, looking at you know, you know, having a relationship with them, how they're feeling, like knowing it when there's something wrong, and uh, and just being able to see things on the court. Uh, like what disgusts me a lot of times is you'll see a, a strength coach where, you know, they they're either just on the sideline, just you know, doing their own thing, or they're in the weight room when practice is going on. Like that is your time to evaluate talent. Mm. That is your time to see, you know, hey, uh, you know, when they. You know, do they get fatigued really early? You know, like, uh, you know, I can I can get these guys strong, and, and then they get on the court. They don't have basketball strength. Like I, I see it, I see it too many times out there, man. It's, and it, and that's the part that's embarrassing. You know, because at the end of the day, uh, if we don't win games, I don't care how strong I got them. Like I'm getting fired. You know, yeah. I'm done. You know, so I, I have to find out how I can get these guys strong on an individual basis. And so, uh, but yes, that is something that I do with each and every player. Um, I'll throw out a lot of different exercises that we do. And uh, there's there's certain things that are general and, and other things that are specific. And some of the general things is, is you know, just keeping guys in shape, you know, and, and finding something that they love to do. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not rocket science. Like, you know, there's guys where we're running on the trail, we're, we're, we're mountain biking, uh, we're swimming, um, we're doing hot yoga, you know? So we're, we're doing different things and finding things that stick with certain guys it's very important because it's a long season and and what i enjoy too is 
when they're done playing basketball here, you know, will everybody on this team make it in the NBA? No, but they're, you know, there may be a guy that's, that's going overseas, you know, and they might not have the resources. I want to give them all the, the knowledge and resources that I have and to help them out to when they leave, they know what to do, mm-hmm. you know, if they are on their own or whatnot and, and loving the process. Shit, that's I wish I had something like that, you know, for my fat ass. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> like, here you go, man, just do the, you know. Um, well, for Matt, I'm particularly curious because he it's, it's rare in this culture for a guy to have started here and have been here for four years and he's been through it all, you know, like he's been through the worst of times and all those kind of things. And he's been in that NBA draft discussion, too, for the last two summers. So how, you know, from a physical standpoint, he looks like a, an Adonis, for God's sake. But, uh, you know, it's easy to look like – how does he take it to that next level then from a strength and conditioning standpoint in, in your mind? Like is there one thing that you, you've been trying to hone in with him? Yes. Yeah, so uh, just something that, uh, you know, from my evaluation, also uh, uh, Jordan, our dietitian, just things like that where, you know – we. We just felt like, you know, him being a little bit leaner um, just to help him to be a, a little bit stronger. And we're not talking about, you know, crazy skinny. Mm-hmm. No, not like that. But just getting in even better shape than what he was even last year. Um, uh, what does that do for you, you know, to lose that kind of, like to get leaner for a guy like him? For a guy like him, mean, because really for him, I mean, uh, just evaluating, just uh, looking at film, I mean, you see him like the ball was in his hand so much last year. And really he was doing a lot. You know, just being able to simplify his game to where he's coming off of ball screens, where he's, he's you know, mm-hmm. taking open threes as opposed to having to create all the time. So him just being able to sprint back and forth. And this is the other thing. You know, how many people really think about defense for him? You know, uh, we're challenging on the defensive end. So to play both sides of the ball as opposed to just everybody thinking about him being an offensive player, you know, we're looking at him to be a, a DN3 type of guy, you know, mm-hmm. as well. And so uh, to do that, you have to be in elite shape. And so that's something that, that we're working on. And really to do that within our program is just being competitive. And so uh, something where I challenged him, where I expect him to win every competition, at least be in top two for sure. But uh, that's something that I've told him, you know, and, and he knows that. And so when I see him, when even when we get on the line, if you lose a game somehow and, and he's on the line, I expect him to win those down and backs. So, and he knows it, he knows where I stand. Well, you have a unique relationship with, with Coach Beard, obviously, because like you said, this is your third stop with him. Yes, sir. Eight years with him. What's made y'all such a good fit, you know, for you it, to always come back? You know what I mean? To always f- find each other again. You know what I mean? Like, always being with each other. Like, what, what's worked? Why do y'all work together so well? Uh, this may sound funny, but I'm uh, – <laughs> people are, probably don't hear this much, but I like to just think of it me as like the uh, – the PG version of beard in a lot of ways. So he may use a, a, a different language and, uh, you know. Kind of got my and, language, you know. And, uh, but um, but we, we're just on, we really are on the same page, uh, on that same wavelength. Uh, you know, I, I may be up late at night just thinking about something that we need to improve on. And uh, it's just on my mind. And I get a, a text at 2 a.m. in the morning because he can't sleep. And he's thinking about the same exact thing mm. and we're going back and forth and it's just uh it's beautiful it really is man it's just uh he wants to win so bad i want to win so bad and i'm willing to do whatever it takes man whatever it takes man and and uh and that's why i love working with him because uh i i respect him you know i i've had bosses out there where you know, I'm like, man, I, I work hard in this guy. Like, I, I know I do, you mm-hmm. know, and it's tough to respect a guy that doesn't put in the work, mm-hmm. you know, and this is why I respect you because I know when I go home, 
I'm like, this guy's working. This guy's still working, you know? And he's thinking about like a crazy person like you, you know? I just, I respect that man. And I can, I can go to sleep well knowing that man, I, this guy's going to battle, you know, just like I'm going to battle. And, uh, and it's beautiful, man. And our players, they see that, you know, they come to the gym, they'll never sneak in the gym. And like, we're not there. Like we are going to be in the office. Like, there's just no way. Oh, you know, always the, beat them there. No, nobody was in the, the gym when I, when I arrived there. I might have, you know, somehow I just snuck in the gym at midnight. We're, we're there. We're there, man. 24-7, <laughs> man. This is this is our life. So when the guys see it, they're just motivated, um, and they're excited to get to working. And uh, it's beautiful, man. It just going from one program to the next. And then, uh, you know, everywhere we've been, we've been blessed to uh, – to experience championships, you know, from when I was at North Carolina Central, uh, then to Texas Tech, then to UT, uh, and then now here, I've I've won a, a championship at every school I've been to, and uh, and that's the same thing with with Beard, and so uh, this is just all we know, and so we're we're hoping we can have that same magic here. Can you tell there's a hunger here too? I mean, because like, listen, Ole Miss has tried to be good at basketball for a while, but this is a different level that y'all are operating on, you know. And coming here, I mean, do you sense that the, you can tell this program? Can y'all tell this program is starving for some success, that kind of success, that level of success, if you will? Yes, I I, I do feel like there's a. Uh, there's that famine around here, and and, uh, and there, there there's a hunger for for that success. I could just tell, you know, from tight knit community, people that love this university, I can feel it, and uh, and they they want something to hold on to, you know, and uh, and I know this happens at every place. We start yeah. off, you know, the season might not have, uh, and we're hoping that we start off though with a full capacity crowd, but I've seen it first few games you know they're 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 filling us out they're just like i don't i don't know i don't know and then boom we get that signature win in in certain people's eyes and then uh and then we're full capacity and then it doesn't stop you know and uh that's what we expect that's what we've seen this is all we know uh and that's what makes beard elite is uh is his connection with the fan base um the way he's able to engage it's as if like one, he's not a politician, but you just think about, you know, the, the elite ones where they're, they're out the, gra- the grassroots, you know, uh, yeah. talking to people like this is who he is, man. He loves going to uh, different parts of the community, talking to people, you know, going to the fraternities, like, you know, uh, engaging people. He, he's so elite at that, man. And and uh, he hates scripts. He's not a guy that's, you know, hey, give me the script. Let's redo it. He hates that. He loves being authentic and genuine. It's just who he is. Yeah, and last thing, you know, you, you mentioned the discipline. Uh, because of that discipline and, and kind of what y'all are, are putting in with this program, all around, it's not just on the floor, it's off the off the court as well. Um, is there any doubt in your mind with Chris Beard? I mean, this is a guy, he wins everywhere he goes, you know what I mean? So even here, the challenge here, I mean, is there any doubt in your mind? I mean, this is, you know, this is a, y'all are going to do big things here too, you know what I mean? I mean, we, we expect to win. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of uh, a stupid question, but you know what I'm talking about. No, no, no. We expect to win. You know, but where does that come from? Our confidence comes from the work that we put in in our process. And so it's not one of those things where we just come out there. We're, we're not arrogant. We're, we, we just want to put the work in. And we believe that if we, we follow this process, we're going to win. Process. Because yeah. we have the history and the track record. So that's what we're hoping is to continue to have this buy-in and, and, uh, and continue to hold people accountable every single day that's really the big thing even even within coaches man like you know you start off doing it right you know the beginning of a you know official practice you know which will start next week um you know 
Of course, the first practice is going to be high level. Guys are going to be engaging. They're yeah. going to be talking. Next practice, you know, yes. You know, third practice, maybe. And well, all of a sudden, seven, yeah, you know, you know and that, that's really where the elite program, that's what, that's the separation from elite to, uh, you know, to great to average, you know, and then the poor teams, you know, so uh, who can hold on the longest and who really believes in it, man, uh, where it's every fiber in your body. Like, I know that if we do this, this is our process, but there's laziness. There's guys that don't believe it. And that's the difference from winning and losing. Have you seen much laziness with this team where they've been like all these dudes that they've taken to it pretty good? I mean, this is a veteran group. That's got to help too, you know? You know, we're, we're a better version. You know, I'm not going to, you know, we're a true telling program. So, yeah. it, it, you know, we're, we are getting better all around. We, I, I see it. The guys you haven't had it. any pushback as far as like, you know, you've got what you need. No, no, we, we have a, you know, that's, that's part of the recruiting process. You know, we, we, we recruit great men, mm. you know, uh, guys that we believe that are going to be coachable and are going to be humble. You know, I like when I think of humility, I think of teachable, you know, uh, you know, you're not. You know, when we say certain things, you're you're not you're not taking it in the negative way. You're thinking like actually, you're you're hungry. Like mm-hmm. you want the information. We want players coming to us, and that's really where, um, you know, those are the guys that that we recruit and guys that aren't afraid of the work. Man, they want to come here and they want to work. And that's something even the recruiting process. Uh, you know, if 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 you don't want to work, like this isn't the place for you. Like I don't care how talented you are because it isn't going to work. You know, mm-hmm. we want people that love the process. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.